the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Would you say we have withdrawn? Is that the reason? Or it's just the forces are too powerful that even if we don't withdraw, we can't shape? I think it's a combination of things. I think we made strategic errors. I mean, uh, fundamental strategic errors that were born out of a a misguided, and I'll be charitable, misguided uh, philosophy uh, that somehow we could compartmentalize different radical Islamic groups, not subsume them under one umbrella in, in which they all follow a specific ideology, a radical Islam, a hatred for the infidels, a rejection of Western values, and we sort of put them in different boxes. Hamas could be a political entity. Hezbollah could be, you know, shaped by talking to Iran. You know, Jaish Mohammed could be talked by uh, talking to Pakistan. Um, you know, uh, al-Nusra could be tamed by giving uh, support for the Islamist moderates. We never really put them all together to the extent that this administration, you know, helped put this, you know, uh, fuel this confusion. They banned the use of the term radical Islam. So it, it sort of metastasized uh, throughout Europe, throughout the Middle East, um, and unfortunately even in the United States. So, uh, one, we helped... Uh, fuel this this proliferation. And two, I think you're right. To a certain extent, we're no longer in control because the problem is so much out of the box that it's taken on a life of its own. If I could, I would actually replay what you uh, just said prior to the last. The, the last sentence was perfectly valid, but but it was a separate point. It drove me and I'm so glad to know an expert like you affirms this, it drove me out of my mind all these years when they were all listed as separate or when it was said, oh, well, we got rid of uh, Osama bin Laden, therefore we have decapitated the head. Yes, we've decapitated the head of one group. So what? Well, you know, the point point is that al-Qaeda became the term for for the, the, the substitute for the term radical Islam. In other words, exactly, any time there was a exactly. ra- radical Islamic event, the president and his assistants would always invoke the term al-Qaeda, wherever it was. But if it was a Hamas event, a Hamas attack, it would never be considered radical Islam. It would either be dismissed, ignored, or said to be part of a problem that could have, uh, quote, underlying grievances. That is, if Israel only conceded to a Palestinian state, it would stop, which, of course, is nonsense, because Memory just published this morning uh, a video on its site saying that the leader of the Gaza imams just said, we will not rest until the entire liberation of Palestine is complete. That's number one. So num- number two, for, for, for the term radical Islam, which was banned, we used the euphemism, quote, extremism. And the term was used, how do we combat uh, extremism. What do you mean extremism? What type of extremism? Is it echo extremism? Is it animal extremism? I mean, it, it was a meaningless term. And, and, and then the third thing we did that was really outrageous was that we embraced all these front groups for the Muslim Brotherhood. 
the front groups like the Council on American Islamic Relations, which was an unindicted co-conspirator in a Hamas terrorist case, and many other groups were invited into the White House as we documented. All right, we're going to continue in a moment, Steve Emerson. Tell me, Steve, if this is a fair way uh, of even a very accurate way of giving an analogy to what you said. It would be as if we never used the term cancer. Instead, we labeled pancreatic cancer, pancreatic extremism, uh, lung cancer, lung extremism, and they none of them had anything to do with the other. Is that a fair uh, way of expressing it? Absolutely. I mean, the... the, the, the the degree of, of, of uh, the, the lack of any type of uh, connection or, or, or uh, you know, logical uh, extension between the two is, is profound. And, and that means you could never solve, you could never even work on the problem of pancreatic cancer, let alone treat it. Uh, the same thing is true for, let's say, uh, anti, anti-black racism. Let's say uh, there's racism in the United States. There's white racism. So no one would just talk about racism. Uh, you know, you know, it's like the Northern Ireland conflict. When there was conflict between Catholics and Protestants, the reporting always talked about militant Catholics and, and militant Protestants. That was considered, you know, considered normal. That's the way you identified people by how, by who was, who was the extremist. Now we have a situation where, quote, Islamophobia, a fabricated term designed to intimidate any critic of radical Islam, is invoked and, and used to deter and intimidate any critic. And, the politicians in power, especially uh, this administration and many social democratic governments in Europe, have bought into this. And so that's why Europe is experiencing so many problems when they incorporated all these Islamic groups into their governments as advisory groups, many of which have sent, it, sent their own volunteers to ISIS. And in this country, we have a situation where hundreds of groups under the umbrella of, quote, interfaith and, and uh, um, you know, uh, outreach have been invited to meet with the president, with the White House, with the National Security Council. You have a head of the CIA who says that jihad only means peace and love. And he says said that? No he said, I, I wasn't familiar with that. Who said that? John Brennan, three years ago at NYU, gave a speech and said that, Jihad doesn't mean holy war. It has nothing to do with violence. I'm paraphrasing it. I have it on tape. He says it means a peaceful struggle, and that's it. Um, and we, we, we shouldn't call these violent extremists, he doesn't call them Islamic, we shouldn't call them jihadis because they have nothing to do with Islam. They have everything to do with Islam. That's the problem. And I'm not saying that all Muslims are terrorists. Far from it. The vast majority, you know, are, are largely peaceful and moderate, but there is a sizable minority that are not. And unless we recognize that and recognize that many and disproportionate number of the groups and organizations representing them are radical and say one thing in English and another in Arabic, we're only fooling ourselves but continuing at self-deception that's going to lead to our own demise. All right. Now, now, let's specifically talk about Hamas. So we have Boko Haram, we have Al-Qaeda, we have Hezbollah, uh, we, we have, uh, you know, Al-Qaeda, Mesopotamia, Islamic State. Is Hamas in that group? Without doubt. Without doubt. It, it, it is absolutely part of the, 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 the spectrum of radical Islamic groups. Um, 
largely under the the organization called the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood founded nearly a hundred years ago, whose motto is jihad to expand the domain of holy of Islam around the world and establish a caliphate. That is the established part of the established goal of ISIS, the established goal of Boko Haram, even Hamas. And they all engage in genocidal attacks against uh, local minorities, whether that be Yazidis, Christians, Jews. Um, they all have in common extrajudicial executions. They all have in common the notion that Islam has to remain supreme and expand its base of operations. Look, that is the problem here. We refuse to identify all of them um, with the same characteristics that apply to all of them. We have no problem applying the same characteristics to neo-Nazis and the Ku Klux Klan. No problem at all. Why don't we have the same uh, willingness to apply the same common denominator to these All right, groups? listen, because of the time factor, and I want to I ask people, please, folks, please sign the petition, Stop Hamas Now. The, uh, the importance of these petitions having large numbers of names, the importance for the fabric of the society and for our politicians can't be overstated. Folks, it's all we're asking. Just send your name. StopHamasNow.com, and there's a banner at my website. Do you endorse this? Absolutely, without doubt. This is a way of notifying and informing the government, Congress, the administration of how many Americans believe that Hamas is a radical Islamic terrorist group beyond redemption. We shouldn't be negotiating or forcing Israel to negotiate with it. It should be treated just the same way as ISIS. You've got a, a, about a minute here. Tell us this: what you have just uh, published on your uh, investigative project on terrorism website about the Hamas training manual. The Hamas training manual talks about use of uh, uh, human shields, it talks about, uh, which is the civilian population, which they admit they use to protect themselves from Israeli retaliation. They talked about the use of, uh, of storing weapons in mosques, in, in hospitals, in kindergartens. They had openly admitted. They, they talk about the notion of, of um, aiming at civilians in Israel to kill as many as Jews as possible. Uh, and they also talk about the fact that ultimately uh, they will liberate all of Palestine, yeah, the this entire is the state key. of Israel, That's to commit right. an act of genocide that will rival that of ISIS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.